0: Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives.
1: Today we are in Esther chapter 9. In Esther chapter 9 there are 32 verses and we'll enjoy the reading from Bible is, from Faith Comes by Hearing.
0: Esther 9 Now, in the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar, on the thirteenth day of the same, when the king's command and edict were about to be carried out, on the very day when the enemies of the Jews hoped to gain the mastery over them, the reverse occurred. The Jews gained mastery over those who hated them. The Jews gathered in their cities throughout all the provinces of King Ahasuerus to lay hands on those who sought their harm, And no one could stand against them, for the fear of them had fallen on all peoples. All the officials of the provinces and the satraps and the governors and the royal agents also helped the Jews, for the fear of Mordecai had fallen on them. For Mordecai was great in the king's house, and his fame spread throughout all the provinces, for the man Mordecai grew more and more powerful. The Jews struck all their enemies with the sword, killing and destroying them. And did as they pleased to those who hated them. In Susa the citadel itself, the Jews killed and destroyed five hundred men, and also killed Parshandatha, and Dalphon, and Aspatha, and Poratha, and Adalia, and Eridatha, and Parmashta, and Erisai, and Eridai, and Vizatha, the ten sons of Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the enemy of the Jews, but they laid no hand on the plunder. That very day, the number of those killed in Susa the Citadel was reported to the king. And the king said to Queen Esther,
1: In Susa the Citadel, the Jews have killed and destroyed five hundred men, and also the ten sons of Haman. What then have they done in the rest of the king's provinces? Now what is your wish? It shall be granted to you. And what further is your request, it shall be fulfilled.
0: And Esther said, If it please the king, let the Jews who are in Susa be allowed tomorrow also to do according to this day's edict, and let the ten sons of Haman be hanged on the gallows. So the king commanded this to be done. A decree was issued in Susa, and the ten sons of Haman were hanged. The Jews who were in Susa gathered also on the fourteenth day of the month of Adar, and they killed three hundred men in Susa, but they laid no hands on the plunder. Now the rest of the Jews who were in the king's provinces also gathered to defend their lives, and got relief from their enemies, and killed seventy-five thousand of those who hated them, but they laid no hands on the plunder. This was on the thirteenth day of the month of Adar, and on the fourteenth day, they rested, and made that a day of feasting and gladness. But the Jews who were in Susa gathered on the thirteenth day and on the fourteenth, and rested on the fifteenth day, making that a day of feasting and gladness. Therefore the Jews of the villages, who live in the rural towns, hold the fourteenth day of the month of Adar as a day for gladness and feasting, as a holiday, and as a day on which they send gifts of food to one another. And Mordecai recorded these things, and sent letters to all the Jews who were in all the provinces of King Ahasuerus, both near and far, obliging them to keep the fourteenth day of the month Adar, and also the fifteenth day of the same, year by year, as the days on which the Jews got relief from their enemies, And as the month that had been turned for them from sorrow into gladness, and from mourning into a holiday, that they should make them days of feasting and gladness, days for sending gifts of food to one another, and gifts to the poor. So the Jews accepted what they had started to do, and what Mordecai had written to them. For Haman the Agagite, the son of Hammedatha, the enemy of all the Jews, had plotted against the Jews to destroy them and had cast pure, that is, cast lots, to crush and to destroy them. But when it came before the king, he gave orders in writing that his evil plan that he had devised against the Jews should return on his own head and that he and his sons should be hanged on the gallows. Therefore, they called these days Purim, after the term pure. Therefore, because of all that was written in this letter, and of what they had faced in this matter, and of what had happened to them, the Jews firmly obligated themselves and their offspring and all who joined them, that without fail they would keep these two days according to what was written, and at the time appointed every year." that these days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation in every clan, province, and city, and that these days of Purim should never fall into disuse among the Jews, nor should the commemoration of these days cease among their descendants. Then Queen Esther, the daughter of Abihail, and Mordecai the Jew gave full written authority confirming this second letter about Purim. Letters were sent to all the Jews to the 127 provinces of the kingdom of Ahasuerus, in words of peace and truth, that these days of Purim should be observed at their appointed seasons as Mordecai the Jew and Queen Esther obligated them, and as they had obligated themselves and their offspring, with regard to their fasts and their lamenting. The command of Queen Esther confirmed these practices of Purim, and it was recorded in writing.
1: Continuing where we left off yesterday in Esther chapter 8, Terry and I were pulling into Cabo San Lucas on a cruise in 2007. When I read Esther chapter 9, and I wrote, What man means for evil, God can turn to good. Haman wanted all Jews destroyed, slaughtered on a particular day without warning. God simply gives his people a chance to defend themselves. And then he defends them as they kill 75,000 instead of being annihilated themselves. It doesn't matter how it looks. God can reverse everything for his good. Trust and obey, for there's no other way. Trust, trust, trust and obey, and watch God work. And again, continuing some of the journeys we mentioned yesterday, on the day I read Esther chapter 9 last year, we were in Norway, When I wrote, the day of destruction arrives, the Jews defend themselves and kill over 75,000 people. God protects his people. Why did people then hate Jews? And why do so many today hate Jews? Do we hate any other people group? Yet God sustains his land and his people. A testimony that God and his word are real. So way back then, when Esther was written, there was a scheme to wipe out all the Jews. Not much has changed, has it? There's still people who want to wipe out all the Jews. And the question may be why, and I think we understand why, because they are God's chosen people, and Israel is the promised land. Thousands of years later, Jews still exist, and so does the land and the nation of Israel. Just that thought alone ought to be an assurance to us that the Bible is true and the events that it covers are real. To think about it in a different way, how many Babylonians do you know today? Probably none, because according to God's word, Babylon was wiped out. So as we conclude Esther chapter 9, we can praise God that he preserved his people and he continues to do so today. Father, we give you thanks for the Jewish people, for your people, You chose a family to present your son to the world through. They happen to be Jews, and you have protected them throughout history, and you will continue to protect them as your word says. We give you thanks that just by their existence today, they are a testimony to your faithfulness and that we can trust in you. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.